Good morning and welcome to Alger Assembly of God. We do welcome you to Christmas Eve. We welcome you here to the conclusion of the Christmas experience. So he took part in just a great video that was produced by a church called Christmas According to Kids. Now, uh, Luke chapter 2 will turn your attention there, and part of uh, what was shared and uh, illustrated in the video reads like this. Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 10, it says, And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. So the angel shared with the shepherds, I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. So what was about to come next, what he was about to share in some of the very next words, the very next sentences, was this good news of great joy that was for everybody, all the people. So it was time that they were to listen, they were to pay attention, they were to understand exactly what this message contained. Have you ever been someplace where you didn't quite listen to or didn't quite understand exactly what was being shared? Maybe you missed out on some things. I know for us, I think back to a few years ago as we took a family trip, family vacation to Disney World. And just an incredible place where there were people literally from all over the world. So when you are standing in line for a ride or standing in line for some food, uh, you, you would be next to individuals from literally countries and places all around the world and communicating in their native languages, their native tongue. And how many of you know if you just speak English... And maybe you had a, a few years of Spanish in high school and that's it you probably miss out on a whole lot of what's being shared. Now, if you're Autumn or Brooklyn, who hasn't had even Spanish, they've just had a handful of years of English, they truly missed out on a lot of what, be, uh, what was being said. And uh, Brooklyn particularly got a big kick out of it because it's just, you know, pretty much the first major exposure to many, many languages, many, many nationalities. And so you're, you're standing in line, you're, you're walking through the park, and she's hearing everybody, and they're just they're going a mile a minute, which I'm sure that's how we would communicate in English. And, you know, maybe you're trying to anticipate or you're trying to guess what they're talking about. Well, Brooklyn had the solution. She invented her own Brooklyn language, and she would jibber-jabber, and she would pretty much just, she would, she would take everything she heard, smash it together with some English, and just, she'd just start talking. Not sure if she was getting ready to, you know, be baptized in the Holy Spirit and speak in tongues, but it was, it was a Brookie language. Now, if we, if we were able to hear and understand exactly what was being shared, we would know the message. This morning... Christmas Eve, 
I'm going to speak in English, but I do want you to understand the message of Christmas. It's the message that the angel shared with the shepherds. It's a very simple message, gospel message, Christmas message. And in the balance of our time together this morning, I want us to focus on the message of Christmas. So if you've got your word of God with you, Luke chapter 2, our, our main verse, we're going to put it on the screen for you as well, Luke chapter 2, verse 11, let's take a look at the message of Christmas. The very next thing that the angels shared with the shepherds, this good news of great joy that would be for all the people was what? Verse 11, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. For unto you is born this day a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. What's the message of Christmas? First of all, the message of Christmas is that Jesus is the Savior. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior. This isn't just another little baby born and, and wrapped in, you know, the, that little white blanket that's got both blue and pink on it and, and the little cap that they put on them and the little pictures that's being taken in the hospital. It's not just your average little baby that's being born. This is a Savior. It's not just a boy who's going to grow up to be a teenage boy and grow up to be a man. This was to be a Savior. What's a Savior? One who saves. Uh, but be careful, we don't just take that saves as, as flippantly as saying, well, one who saves coupons and one who saves collectibles and, and one who saves up spoons and figurines. And, and it's not just someone who saves, stores, collects. It's one who saves a savior does the saving for others. This is not just another person who would be born and grow up and then look for and wait for the salvation of God as many of others in the Israelites had been waiting for years and years and decades and generations. He is God's salvation. He is the solution to mankind's problem of sin. He is the Savior. The Savior who has been promised for hundreds of years. He is born, He will be the Savior, and He will save His people. The message of Christmas is that Jesus is the Savior. Jesus saves. I trust that you here worshiping on Christmas Eve have been able to say that, yes, I have accepted that message. I have responded to that message and given my heart and given my life to Jesus that he has cleansed, he has forgiven, he has saved me. Jesus saves. 
See, that good news, John 3, 16. And even here in Luke's gospel, he said this is good news, great joy for who? Just a handful of people. Good news and and great joy just for the wealthiest of people. No. Good news and great joy for the most powerful and well-known of people. No. Good news and great joy for people who live in big cities. No. The angel said it's good news, it's great joy that will be for all the people. And it ties in exactly with John 3, 16. God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. It's the message of Christmas boiled down to something very simple, self-explanatory, but worth exploring. The message of Christmas is that Jesus saves. He is the Savior. Secondly, the message of Christmas, as we take a look at this text, is that Jesus is the Christ. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Christ means anointed one. It's the Greek version of the Hebrew word meaning Messiah. So he's the Christ, the Messiah. The anointed one. This isn't just a baby who's going to grow up and attempt to or try to help and save people. There are many leaders before who had attempted or tried to help and save people. The zealots were people who had done that. This was not someone who was going to, on his own power, on his own connections, try to make a difference. He was not just the Savior, but the Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One, the one that was a part of God's plan and purpose from the beginning. And we've encouraged you to to get into God's Word on a regular basis and, and read through the Bible if possible. And in those Bible reading plans, and, and you know, for some of you, maybe you grab one and you start just a few days early. It's okay. But when you grab one of those and you start, many of you, you're going to start in Genesis, and it doesn't take long as you read through cover to cover or whether you read out of order, but you're going to get to Genesis, and you're going to find your way to Genesis chapter 3. I mean, literally two or three pages in in your Bible, and you're going to see Adam and Eve and the serpent, which is Satan, the devil, And you're going to see God speaking as they have sinned. And remember, Adam and Eve ate of the fruit that they shouldn't have as they were tempted by the serpent. And here's what God says, Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. God says that he, meaning your seed, Adam and Eve's seed, meaning Jesus Christ, the Savior, the Messiah, he will crush the serpent's head. But that you, serpent, you would bruise his, the seed, the Savior, the Messiah's heel. So we're literally just a handful of pages into God's word, and God is saying that down the road, the seed of Abraham, 
Isaac, Jacob, all of these biblical men to come. At that point, we're talking Adam and Eve. So Adam and Eve, your seed, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Savior, he's going to come, he's going to crush the serpent, he's going to defeat the enemy, though his heel would be bruised. And it foreshadows that death upon the cross and the defeating of the enemy because of that. You see, there has been a plan, there has been a process from the very beginning that Jesus is the anointed one, the Messiah. He is the Christ. And what's encouraging about Christmas, not just the fact that he's the Savior, not just the fact that he is the Christ or the Messiah, it's a reminder that God's plan and promises will come to pass. Literally two or three pages in in your Bible, God gives promises. God gives prophecies. And we see all through the pages of the Old Testament more and more and more and more. Isaiah 7, 14, the virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth the son and they shall call his name Jesus. They shall call his name Emmanuel, God with us. Literally hundreds of prophecies, hundreds of scriptures prophesied about the Messiah coming true. Born of a virgin, born in Bethlehem, and on and on and on. You can be encouraged, I can be encouraged that God keeps his promises. So we see the message of Christmas Jesus saves. He is Savior. The message of Christmas, He is the Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One. God keeps His promises. Finally, this morning, the message of Christmas is that Jesus is Lord. He said, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior which is Christ the Lord. See, this baby, this child, this little one, is not just someone sent by God. He is God. He is the Lord God himself, not just a tiny, a tiny child. He's a leader. He's the ruler. He is God come to earth in the flesh. He didn't stay in heaven and just kind of snap his fingers and try to, you know, wave his hands a little bit and try to clear things or clean things up. He literally came to earth to live and grow and walk among us. True salvation worked for you and I. See, this, this is not a God who is at a distance, a God who sees that we need help, a God who sees that we need salvation, a God who sees that we need rescuing and says, let me just throw some money at it. Let me just throw some regulations at it. Let me just toss some rules your way and hope to fix things. Let me, let me just give you some governmental leaders. Let me just give you some great family leaders 
talking about a God who loves you and I so much, he gave his one and only son and sent him directly to this earth in the flesh, 100% God, 100% man. He is the Lord. You read all through the scriptures, and, and particularly in the Old Testament, as they're foreshadowing this Savior who is to come. And you would read, and they talk about the Lord, and they talk about the Lord God, and, and they would reference the Lord. You see that Lord and the Lord God multiple, multiple, multiple times. When they reference the Lord and they reference the Lord God, they're not just talking about a person, they're talking about God. That's what we find. The message of Christmas, Jesus is not just a baby boy. He is God in the flesh who has come to be with you and has come to be with me to walk amongst, to live amongst, ultimately to die in my place. God has worked salvation by being one of us. That's the message of hope found in Christmas. Now, all of these words, in a sense, had been used by Romans to describe Caesar Augustus when he took the throne in Rome. They referred to him as Savior, as Christ, and as Lord. They used those merely as words, merely as terms, as they put their hope in that human king. But here are the angels as they celebrate, as they share with the shepherds. This statement kind of flies in the face of what everybody was calling or referencing Caesar as. They're saying, this baby, this child is the true king, the true savior, the true Christ, the true Lord. That is the message of Christmas. So the angels proclaimed to the shepherds, and what happened? The shepherds' reaction to the good news was to go and find the baby. Verses 16, 17, and 18. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what they had been told about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. See, here's the thing. When it comes to the message of Christmas, when we see it and when we hear it and when we experience it for ourselves, we can't help but share it with others. We can't hold it to ourselves. We've got to let other people know about Jesus as the Savior, Jesus as the Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One, Jesus as the Lord. When you and I understand the true message of hope found in Jesus, it's hard to stay quiet.